Hello and welcome to the stories of Northern Life from the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. Tomorrow, June 2nd, is National Donut Day, an American holiday, but as a border town, we see no reason why we can't celebrate too over here in Canada. And no, it is not a day designated by someone who just likes eating donuts. It has a historical story that, of course, I'm going to share with you today. So let's get into it. The Salvation Army credited National Donut Day in 1938 to honor the women who served donuts to soldiers in World War I. This day began as a fundraiser for Chicago's Salvation Army. The goal of their 1938 fundraiser was to help the needy during the Great Depression. Now, each year on the first Friday in June, people participate in National Donut Day, celebrating the donut and honoring the Salvation Army lassies, the women who served donuts to the soldiers during World War I. In 1917, during World War I, the Salvation Army lassies went to the front lines of Europe. At first, the lassies came to provide religious services, music, and home-cooked foods to these brave troops as a moral boost. They were going to make pies and cakes, but the camps they were attached to, or staying in, did not provide enough stoves for these types of baked goods. Following 36 dreadful days of steady rain on the front, two young Salvation Army women decided that what the troops needed was something that reminded them of the sweetness of home. In September 1917, four women, all members of the Salvation Army Charitable Organization, traveled to the camp of the 1st Ammunition Train, 1st Division, just a mile from the trenches of eastern France. Then, two of the women hit a novel idea. What if they made donuts that would remind the men of home? And so Margaret Sheldon and Helen Provence collected excess rations for the dough. They used shell casings and wine bottles for makeshift rolling pins. They filled a soldier's helmet with lard to fry the braided crullers. American infantry men were then commonly called doughboys because of the use of their helmets to fry donuts. Later, they improved their fried creations by combining an empty condensed milk can and a narrow tube of camphor ice to make a cutter in the true donut shape. As you can imagine, the donuts were a hit. And the donuts became more than a treat, but a symbol of determination, hope, and joy. The soldiers were ecstatic to be indulging in such a treat and also be served by beautiful women as women were hard to come by in the trenches. The donuts were made simply, of course, made with only flour, sugar, baking powder, maybe even salt, eggs, and milk, and maybe dusted with powdered sugar after being fried. And they were much smaller than Superior Bakery or Tim Hortons donuts that we are all used to, but they definitely had a big impact just imagine the smell of the freshly fried donuts filling the air in a situation you thought it never imaginable. 
As other ladies heard of the success of the donuts, they began to set up 42 different Salvation Army stands to serve donuts across the front lines. Although the girls worked late into the night, they could serve only 150 donuts on the very first day. The next day, that number was doubled. A while later, when fully equipped for the job, they fried 2,500 to 9,000 donuts daily, as did other Lassie groups along the front lines. Despite the Salvation Army sending only 250 volunteers to the front in Europe, the group and the Donut Lassies had an overwhelming impact on the soldiers. Donuts became a fond reminder of what the soldiers were fighting for, home, mother, and hearth. By the end of the war, the donuts, which was just a household treat, became an everyday staple. A massive boost in demand steamed from the patriotic fever bestowed on the donut due to the war effort. Donuts now have become a huge part of life in North America. So come down to the Sault Ste. Marie Museum June 2nd for donuts and coffee in honor of the donut lazies and the soldiers in which they served. Get a donut and a coffee for only $3 and the proceeds will go to preserving military history of the Sioux here at the Sioux Museum. I hope to see you on Friday and have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening and talk to you again next week.